When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog From the spacious Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles, California And the satellite Forever Dog Studios in Baltimore, Maryland This is It's me, Santa! Ooh. Are you okay, said, Santa? Ho, 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 Dan. Merry I, holidays to you, boy. I hear you, Santa. How are you? Are you you sound weak. <laughs> I'm, I'm winded. I just I just killed Eric. I crushed him between my thighs. Wow. Between your thighs? What were you guys up to? Sick stuff, damn oh, it. Oh, boy. Oh, that's what I was afraid of. Well, let's no, do No, no. Oh. We'll cut all that blue stuff Hold out. On. Hi, Dan. Hold Hi, on. Hi, Dan. Whoa. It's me. Transformation I was, time. I was, doing, I was doing a bit. Whoa. That was a... Uh, I thought I was talking to Chris Kringle for a second there. It's called acting, Dan. You should try it sometime. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast. Wow. Podcast. Shot Podcast. across the bow. How are you, buddy? Happy holidays. Thanks for... How about Happy some jingle holidays. bells here, Sound Tech Alec? Oh, that's lovely. Thank you for throwing that in. Happy holidays um, to you. Happy holidays. How's the move? How are you guys settling in? Do you have a Christmas tree? What? Do you get any lights we, on the outside? We did get a tree. We did put lights on the outside. We did put lights on the outside. What are you going to get Wendy for Christmas? Uh, I'm going to get her... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I probably shouldn't say. I was I almost just said it and I'm glad you caught me there. So, no, we did get a tree. We got a we got a noble fir this year. Mm. Um mm. we only big, had a tree. Big, big fucker or little fucker? Uh, it's a medium-sized fucker. Um okay. yeah. Okay. Smells pretty good. It's a it's a skinny. Mm. It's a mm. it's a skinny, which I kind of like cuz I usually traditionally I'm looking at the full trees, you know, but this year we went skinny yeah. and we thought skinny was kind of chic. Can I tell you something? Yeah. We went exactly the same way, had exactly the same conversation. Yeah, that's what I like I was, to hear. I want to go skinny. I yeah. want to, and I, as soon as I saw my first skinny tree, it just kind of clicked. I yeah. said, "Ooh, skinny tree! They're sexy." Skinny is, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's slender. It's it's yeah. narrow. It's a nice cone. Can I tell you something? It feels a little bit like being a part of the resistance. Getting a skinny tree, okay. I really feel. Like because the fat boys, like the fat full trees, all those Trump fucks. Yeah. All Trump fucks getting full All those trees. proud boy trees. They're proud trees, Fuck. really. Yeah. yeah. Fuck those white supremacist trees. Yeah. Give me skinny ass, mangy, ugly. Efficient trees. trees. They're efficient is what they are, Eric. Yeah. And they're yeah. green. Yeah. Yeah, we went skinny. It looks great. Um, looks good in the house. We got how's yours how's yours for odor? We got a good smell going. Are you a pungent tree guy? Say it again. Do you do you like the pungent tree? Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Take it I like easy. the way the tree smells. Is Chris Kringle there I like again? To, I like to get in there with my little face, Slow right down. inside the tree, and I'll just sniff, sniff, sniff. Oh, you know, Eric sniff Dorian. All. Eric Dorian. 
What? I'll just sniff the tree. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know, man. I can't. Everything <laughs> smells like weed to me. I can't. I honest to God, I haven't smelled anything. I haven't. I haven't found like I haven't really smelled smelled something uh-huh. since like 2009. Oh, wow! Like really smelled something. Yeah. Well, you're not missing too much, I guess. Except the Christmas. I got my tree. icy hots. I smell those. Sure, your icy hots. My patches. Yeah, I got my patches. <laughs> How often are you putting on the icy hots? Are you Shaq? Excuse me. Excuse me. Laughing at my pleasure. Actually, they're not icy hot. They're, um, but a, they're like the same thing. But they're like, yeah, the, the Rite Aid brand or something. Salampas. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. My patches. What is this? This is a good. This is a good talk. This hey, is. Good. You know what, Eric? I think at this point, people are tuning in for our banter, and they want to know that I suffer pain. Is they want to a- know. Because everybody wants to knock me down off my perch. Come on. And they want to see me in pain. Come on. People want to watch yeah. me fall. People like no watching way. me fall. No fucking way. No. They say, you... who's that? Who's that? Better Ron Swanson? Yeah. Eric. I want that. I Eric, want that. Dude. Eric, if you forget, that. you're forgetting our foot race in which we cemented our friendship, our status yeah. as friends. What about it? In what which I it? fell on my face. Yeah. And everyone loved it. Just so overjoyed to see the proud man fall. And not Can proud I tell like you the proud something? boy. Dan, oh, God damn it. That's got nothing to do with me, you, or the public. That's got to do, <laughs> well, it's got a dog to do with the public because we live in a fail culture. People mm. love fails. Yeah. People love to see another human being literally fall on their face on yeah. the pavement. Yeah. Especially if they're confident, especially if they proceed it by saying, I'm going to win this foot race and I, I can beat anyone in a foot race. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, that's the culture. I mean, that, and then that, now we're, now, now we were like unraveling stuff and like, that's, you know, that's just the way that people perceive me. They look at me, they, they think, you know, hipster, nerd, weak, not an athlete, definitely not an athlete, not a dancer, no rhythm, ugly, probably hungry. No, I'm none of those things. I'm not hungry. No one I is just calling ate. you hungry. I just ate. I just <laughs> ate. His belly is full, you guys. Can we get ahead of that story, please? Wait, is this, are they, can we talk about Christmas presents for our wives? Because this is going to be after Christmas when they hear it, right? No, it'll be Friday. I don't know. How I don't have works. anything yet. I had another Christmas, oh, anecdote. The, the Amaya Perea, I just saw Paul Premier and Amaya Perea um, at the Christmas, the Conley. Yeah, we got to get them both up here. That'd be great. But so I'm at the annual Conley Christmas cookie party, um, mm. which was a lot of fun. Yeah. I was just reminded of that because uh, she she recorded a, that race that we had and then edited a video of me falling repeatedly. Let the to let the bodies hit the to floor. To let the bodies hit the floor. So she and is Paul, proof. And they and they let off my wedding. Yeah. Yes. And a congratulations to Paul and Amaya and Lincoln because they're going to have another little uh, have another family member on the way. Little Lincoln Jr. Lincoln A. Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln Angelo. Lincoln, and I think the next one coming is Blinken. Excuse you. Excuse you. That's really cute. That's too cute. Uh, yeah. You got anything else? I'm looking at the clock. If I got a query for you. Should we? Just, oh yeah, your query. No, yeah. Query. Let's let's address the query. So my query is thus. I excuse you. Excuse. Oh, this is excuse it's wrong me. when you laugh at me when I and I just I did a gurgle laugh, so I especially apologize for that. We'll it's edit wrong that. because Alec edited yes, that out with I some over- jingle bells. A lot of people who have who are ESL will overcompensate being ESL by having a full on, phenomenal 
vocabulary <laughs> and they'll say a bunch of really great flowering words uh-huh. and in their vocabulary so like thus and stuff like that sure. and so it's cool so okay. anyway so you mentioned this query my query is thus. what are you curious I, about i am curious oh my god is that what i need this <laughs> curious <laughs> that's such a better word isn't that such a better word than curious um i like curious Wait. Aquarius. Mm, I think they're both integral. Anyway, integral. <laughs> what is this? What is happening? That's my his first impression is the guy is like, don't know talking. I don't know shit. Fuck, I forgot the talking, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? That's my first impression okay. of a guy just, oh, fuck, he just forgot how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy who forgot how to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> My query is thus. Okay. So we got these thank you cards. We got these thank you cards. Oh, the T, the TYs, the TYCs. Yeah. And, and Wendy Connolly, wife of you, um, and you threw an extra phenomenal, you threw, and phenomenal an extra. wedding helper and elf. Threw an extra uh, syllable in there. Wendy Connolly. What did I say? Connolly, like Jennifer Connolly. Same. Did I say Connolly? I did not say Connolly. I said Connolly. Either way, it's Gill now. Wendy Gill? She's a Wendy Gill. So she took Her own a bunch of not Polaroids. Not, I'm not a monster. Yeah, at your, at your wedding, she took a bunch of pics. And it was incredible. And so we're doing thank you cards now. My query is this. I want to. So she got a perfect Polaroid of everybody that was at our wedding. Yeah. And I want to send those. I want to have a document of that for us, like mm-hmm. some sort of poster version. Okay. Where we like string them up on like a thing, and then we take a picture a of twine. it, and then yeah. we have like a poster of that. Sure, sure. And then that's cute. But the as individual. Hell. That's cute, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. I want to put it on like felt, real Christmassy. Okay. Oh, yeah. and it's your Christmas day because you guys had Christmas in the desert. That's fun. Christmas in the desert. That was a thing so you put it up day. once a year, and it's pretty Christmassy all up the ass in our apartment right now. It's, oh yeah, because we decorated an entire giant house for Christmas last year for our wedding, <laughs> right? And now, and then we took all those decorations <laughs> and now have decorated our tiny one bedroom apartment. Yeah, with, with these big ass house decorations. Yeah. Christmas um, threw up all over your apartment, it sounds like. And oh, it's it, Christmas as fuck in here in right now. Way. Yeah. Christmas is fuck. Okay? Okay. I you've um, set it, you've you've set the stage. I'm I'm right there with you. And I've I've broached this uh what? subject with I broached it. You what? Oh, okay. I broached it. I broached mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I broached yep. with you. uh I you with my wife. I said wouldn't it be cute if we send these? Because we started doing thank you cards. The TYCs. Be, I don't know. Like, what do you think about that? Do you think that we should keep these as mementos, You're, or do you think that's? What do you think? So, what you broached her about was sending the the physical Polaroids Polaroid yeah. that you have as a memento from your wedding back to the yeah. people in the picture. Back to the people. And that's your that's your that's your that's your query. That's what you're curious about. That's my query. <laughs> Uh, did you forget? Shit. Did you forget again? Okay. Now, now, do I talk like this? I don't remember. I don't. <laughs>
Nobody does. Um, I would say, uh, let me guess what Drew's hot take is. Drew probably says, no, I want to keep these for ourselves. This was, this was our wedding and I want this. She's definitely leaning towards that. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to side with Drew. I say those, those are yours. Here's the, what you're forgetting. Everyone took a picture of their Polaroid at your wedding and they have a picture of it already somewhere. So you don't need to send the physical thing back to people. It is a, is That's it, it is a cute idea for the TYCs, uh, AKA thank you cards. Which yeah. happy to hear you're doing those over a year after your wedding because I, oh, I lied when I, when, I mean still I didn't finish lie. mine. Like we started doing thank you cards is like you know we got real close to starting. We definitely got You've real been close discussing. to starting. Yeah, right. We hovered. Yeah, <laughs> we hovered. We did it's that thing brooched. where it's like okay, it's been brute. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna like do because it was like during our anniversary weekend. We we're like okay, we're gonna do thank you cards. Um, we're gonna start doing thank you cards right. Now. No, and like let's go see a movie, and then he's like, "Some movie first. Like, oh no, we're hungry. Let's go get something to eat, and we'll just like do it yeah. while we're eating. And then we got our food, and we got our cards out. We're gonna do it, and then we just ate. Yeah, I mean, you're you're preaching the choir here. I I can't I can't bring myself to finish anything with, to do with the thank you cards. They're hard. It's Christmas They're time. Hard. I feel like people are expecting it now. Well, the Christmas card industry. Yeah, but to have a Christmas wedding on top of that. Yeah. Especially one where everybody made a handmade ornament to bring to. Yeah, you'll get them. You'll get them out there eventually, and when they come, it'll be the right time. That's why I think I should. We should go big. I mean, like I just like I have this idea, image of my in my head of a Polaroid paper clipped to a note that we write, like yeah. a real elegant note, and it's a real elegant paper clip, like a really nice one, right. And then we clipped a, you know, I just have that image of like, oh, I get and it. So good. I get it. In those Polaroids. Though I would keep them for yourself. It's going to be more to you in the long run that you have those versus the people who were just guests at your wedding, I would say. Maybe make them into ornaments themselves, Eric. Hang them on your tree. But that's what I'm, oh, maybe we can make the ornaments first and then send them out to people. Why don't you just Ooh. make a copy of the picture and then every, everybody goes home? It's not the same thing. The Polaroid is a Polaroid is a Polaroid. Mm. How many times do I hear that a day? And a picture. <laughs> Down at the dock at the Fuji it's dock? Just too oh, much. Fuji. The Fuji <laughs> film dock? Yeah. <laughs> Unloading those okay. crates. Uh, Eric, I'm just looking at the clock. Uh, did, first it? of all, did I answer your, oh. que- your query? I feel like I answered. Or is it still up in the air? Um, you know, you didn't, you didn't give me the answer that I wanted. So, so I no. didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's time for the NUP news anyway. Let's play the NUP news theme song. This is the nuptial news at nine with Ben and Eric. This is the nuptial news at nine coming in hot off the presses. This is all your wedding news. Everything you need to stay up to snuff on wedding trends and wedding news. This, this, now, this one's going to warm the cockles of your heart, Eric. Get Chris Kringle back in the room. Newly, oh, God. Uh, it's me. Oh, Jesus. Ask him to leave again. I gotta go. <laughs> Wedding party takes over Target for good cause. It better be fucking good. Newlyweds Brad and Jessica Bonds made their special day a blessing for others by taking their entire wedding party on a shopping spree for children in need. Pause. 
Um, I really take my Target experience seriously. It's a this is why I picked this because I know we both feel strongly about Target. It's a meditative thing for me. It's, it's a meditative what? thing. Mm-hmm. Meditative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go in there and there's no music playing, mm. and it's it's all it's genuinely pretty quiet, and you can just get lost in there. Yeah. They so don't play music at Target. Do? They huh? They don't play music at Target. No. Is that true? Yeah. Um, well, the one is the one I used to go to the doesn't i mean i think they might just now have started but they never used to yeah so we're in orlando florida first of all eric uh, um and i know where you're going i know how target is your target i love target too uh but these people brad and jessica met their first date shopping for items to donate to toys for tots so brad okay. brad bond mm-hmm. his name is brad bond mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Th- thought it'd be a fun way to acknowledge their love story by taking his entire wedding to Target. Brad surprised everyone with $10 gift cards and they all went shopping for Toys for Tots. Aww. <laughs> um, Are you still scrooging it over there? Is Target still yours, Eric? No, it's for the kids. You didn't tell me it was for the kids. It's, it's just for the kids, man. It's always for the kids. For the kids. Did I tell you about my Freeway Rick Ross PSA that I did years ago? You know Freeway Rick Ross? Uh, Yeah. Moved a lot of weight in the 80s um, here in I L.A. Story. I don't want to talk about it. It gets me too upset. Why? The du- because the duplicity of the American government and the fucking CIA and H.W. Bush and everybody was fucking in on it and the way they fucking... People up. think Freeway was in on it, too. Yeah, but he's the one, only one that did fucking jail time. Fucking Donald Rumsfeld should have done fucking jail time, not Freeway. Right. But Freeway... <laughs> <laughs> Hard agree. Uh, this was a PSA for kids for reading <laughs> that I did with Freeway Rick Ross. <laughs> and we I walk in, walk in on a, it's like a drug deal going down and I open up the box and I'm an undercover agent and it's just books. And I go, what the, and Freeway Rick Ross goes, man, it's just for the kids, man. It's just for the kids. <laughs> That's not real, is it? That's a real PSA. I've never showed you this before. Oh my God. It's me no, and my, John not, Michael Higgins. That sounds like the PSA they do, the fake one they do in 30 Rock. Yeah, it but, was. It never got a lot of airplay, but it's out there. Yeah, it's oh, uh, to, me and John Michael Higgins and Freeway. It was a fun day. Edit that out. No, no, no. Leave it in. That's for all you hardcore gill heads. <laughs> scourging, scourging the internet for some fucking gill nugs. Yeah. That's a golden... That's a golden gill nug That's right there. That's a golden gill nug to light a thousand suns. Where are we? This is a weird this is a weird episode. <laughs> I love it. This is the year in Groomzilla's last of the year. I hope you had a good year. We hear at Groomzilla's did. That was the Nup News at nine. Closing up the Nup News at nine. Are we gonna do all the others? Let's do a big holiday spectacular. Let's do it all. Let's do the commercial and then I already did a first impression essentially. You're right. You're right. All we have to do is play that theme song. Closed up. Now that's closed up for first impressions. Thank you, Sound Tech Alec. Um, now it's time once again for commercial world. Eric? Oh, I am a commercial girl, and this is a. How does the song go? I Jesus forgot. How it oh, it's a commercial world, and I am a commercial girl. Radio! See, I thought what? you were—I thought you were trying to do a, a holy, oh, holy night version. 
<laughs> Wait, I could probably do that. Hold on. Oh, come on, so no. <laughs> come on, so Can I tell you something about? Yeah. The other day, the other day, uh, we were walking around, and it was like real Christmassy. We we're in like a real shoppy, shopping heavy zone. Oh, that's why I love to be in the in the season. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking consume, consume, consume. Oh, oh, as David said the other day, we got a cynic. Look at <laughs> <laughs> He's the most, he's a very cynical person. I know. It's funny when he calls you one. Go ahead. You're walking um, around. It's Christmassy. You're consuming. And there's a little girl. She must have been like seven or eight. There's a little kid, like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was singing the, the Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells version yeah robin laid an egg yeah i was and it just made i was like i was just so thankful that that shit is still around yeah like kids are still doing that that's great well that's that that speaks to the endurance of the character and uh you know the batman and detective comics and uh bob kane who originally created batman and um you listen to NPR, we're talking to the most boring guy in the world, right? You uh, can make anything boring. Batmobile uh, lost a wheel and Robin laid an egg. <laughs> That's great, though. We all know it. The familiar song that kids sing in holiday times uh, to the tune of Jingle Bells. Yeah. Sure, uh, Batman. Does Batman smell? And what in God's name happened to that wheel from the Batmobile? With more on this story, we turn to Guy Rizdahl. Oh, man, this is really, really giggly. We're playing jazz. This is our ear ear in spectacular. Alec, is this this like jazz? Alec, Alec, our sound tech. Is this live for jazz? Are we basically at a jazz? Do you want me to say yes or no? Honestly. I want you to... Would be the honest. jazziest answer be to say yes? Because hell yeah, baby. This is smooth. Yeah. This is as smooth as it gets. Cool, this one goes out to my mom, who listens every week. Did you guys know that? What? Yeah. Thank you, Alex, mom. What's your mom? Mama Sarche? Jamie. Jamie Sarche? Thank you, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for listening. Oh, we love your... We, first of all, can we just say, you're a young boy. Ugh. You're a young man. This boy Ugh, you raised what I right would here. I not give to have a young boy like this boy. Oh, he's strapping. He's tall. He's got... But most of all, Very the head. Nice. The head on his shoulders is the strongest head, and he's honest. Which is what you want in a head. You want a strong. You want to be headstrong? No, that's not true. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know what? Actually, it looks not that great. (laughs) Who's the guest this week? This week we got uh, Julia Rossi. We still have (laughs) 45 minute interview coming up with Julia Rossi, and it's a good talk. It's, it's Let's a, get to it. It's a shame. No, we're not getting to it yet, Eric. We just opened. Oh, we had to do a commercial world, man. He's he's adorning himself with Christmas decorations, and we're getting into it. Now, you wanted to do a year in review. Oh, I want to be your tree. Who's your tree now, dog? That's the guy who wants to be your tree? He wants to be was your that, Christmas tree. Was that Sean and Connery? And it's also Sean Connery. <laughs> you the man now, dog. And it's Sean Connery. You show up one day, and Sean Connery's dressed up like a Christmas tree. Uh-huh. And he's like, who's your tree now, dog? <laughs> okay. So First Impressions your- is still open. I just want to say that. We played the theme song too early. You want to do commercials and review, Eric? What's your favorite commercial of 2018? There were a lot of really good ones. I know in commercial world, as a commercial girl, we talk. We focus heavily on the negative aspects of commercials mm-hmm. and sh- because they're commercials and there's 
a lot of mind fucking going on. There's the government. There's our militaries. There's yeah. corporations. Everyone's trying to fuck you. Sounds like you're tap um, dancing because you don't have a favorite commercial. I do have a very. I'm trying to. I'm trying to wrap a bow on the year. Okay. Commercials. You were just talking about the government, but go ahead. <laughs> I do that, man. I do that, man. Because, you know, because the commercials, man, because the government. Because, oh, man, what? it's all a here's part of the system. Here's two, things, here's two things. Here's two things. Here's two things. That's the guy who can never say one thing at a time. He's always got to say two things. Here's two things. So. Okay, that's the guy. Um, my favorite commercial. My favorite commercial. It actually starts. Uh, I think I, I wish I could remember what it's for. It's some for some sort of gum or mint. Okay. And it's it's a woman. It's played by Kristen Studdard, who is a comedian. Oh, in oh, yeah. Skittles. She, she does. Yeah, no, it's not Skittles. It's not. I don't think it's Isn't, mint. You mean it's when she's riding mint. the horse or the unicorn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Skittles commercial. I thought so. It seemed weird enough to be a Skittles commercial. I don't think it's Skittles. Because that's the other commercial. That, okay, let's do the worst and the best. Okay. The worst. So she's like texting this guy in it. And she's like, hey. Uh, no, 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 no. The guy's texting her. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a guy and hey, what's up? Or something like that. Something dumb. Yeah. Like, I think I know. Oh, no. Hey, hey how are you? Yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah. And then and then so she looks at the text and then she uh, conveys nervousness and anxiety mm-hmm. and the thing that we all get when dating's involved right yeah. and you're feeling stuff. sure um and then she pops this like mint or gum or whatever the fuck it was in her mouth uh-huh all of a sudden she's on top of a unicorn and she blasts through the wall of the where the guy lives in his apartment yeah and she goes nothing what's up with you or something like that yeah you know conveys the text i get it orally through her she says it out loud on top of a unicorn. It's very comical. It's it's uh, you know it's okay. urgent. It's topical. It's urgent. Yeah. <laughs> it's urgent. Okay, and, and, my, and, and you don't know the brand, so that so that ad really worked too. Yeah, I don't know what it was for. It was good. <laughs> okay. So and my least favorite commercial is again in the candy world. Great. That fucking Skittles commercial when they're like, hey, catch this disease. Like kids, like I yeah. don't want to talk about, I don't want to think about fucking viral diseases when I'm thinking about Skittles, one of the greatest inventions of modern man. Yeah. Humanity. Oh, you, and you touched on it in the early days of this segment, Commercial World, you did touch yeah. on that. So I'm glad you circled back to that. Okay. So for my my highs and lows, um, my favorite commercial, well, I'll start with my mm. least favorite commercial, which we'll I think I've been one. talking about for four weeks straight. These fucking weird er- Errol Morris-directed Best Buy commercials. I keep forgetting that, yeah. You saw it. You posted it on on the socials. Um, mm. I'm going to share it again just because it is so bizarre. Even though I know two people in two of the commercials, they're disturbing. And I think Best Buy should be ashamed of themselves, as should the great Errol Morris. Is it Errol Morris or Errol Errol Morris? It's Errol Morris, if you if okay. if you ask me, because he's taking these fucking Best Buy jobs. Okay, freaking freaking everybody, and I get it. I get him during the Christmas season choosing to fucking direct these Best Buy big corporate commercials um, to cash freak grab? everybody. Yeah, I get it. Um, cash grab anybody? Oh, you think it's a yeah. you think it's a move? Okay, my yeah. favorite commercial of the year. Now it's gonna be. It's not gonna be what you expect. It's for Sling TV, uh-huh. uh huh. But it's it's the campaign with the, this Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally. You seen these? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are. Fun. I hate this. 
I hate those commercials. They're not good. What are you talking about? They're not about? as funny. They're not as funny. They don't, to me, they don't, they're not, they're not as visceral as the other slinger commercials where the guy, he comes in and he's like ready to sling. Yeah. No, th- yeah. My, my sling commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. the one that you were in. Yeah. yeah I yeah, like yeah. those ones better than the, and I love Nick Offerman. I love Megan Mullally. Yeah. Those like, oh, we're the slingers. Right. You know. Little on that for little on. Who's that for? It's not for you. It's not for me. Well, what I do is I set up these commercial franchises. I get them. I get them on their feet. You know, they bring yeah. in Gil. I set them up, and then they once they're established and it's a franchise, then they bring in. Then they bring in. You are kind of a Nick Offerman like Stanton. Like I'm a poor man. You come man. in. They're like, okay, no, no, no. You're just we're, no. <laughs> we're, sorry. Yeah. We're, no, 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 no. Don't worry about this idiot. We're gonna get it. No, we're gonna we're gonna bring the real Nick Offerman in. <laughs> this, this guy sucks. Yeah. Get him out of here. Yeah. Well, I was. What's his face's favorite commercial in the last five years? I'll say that. Ooh. Um. God, I can't forget Family Feud. What's his name? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. I was. It was Steve Harvey's favorite commercial of the last five years. Steve Harvey sucks. Yeah, he's not a not a good guy to work with, right? Is that what? I'm not here to tell tales out of school. You can Google. Steve. If he does, if he if he thinks those Slinger commercials with Steve with Megan Mullally and yeah Nick Offerman are good, he yeah. sucks. No, he liked mine, Eric. Oh, he's he's really cool. That's that's awesome. That's smart. Those that's the commercials. The 2018 oh, best of. It's a commercial world, and I am a commercial girl. Radio. This is Groomzillas. Thank you so much for listening all year long. If you have been, uh, this has uh, been fun for us. We've been going a, about a year longer than we thought we would, right, Eric? But if you're still out there and you're still loving it, thank you. Thank you so much, and happy holidays. Happy holidays. And- Hope you have a happy new year. Oh, God, I hope you have a happy new year. Like us, subscribe us, at Grimzilla's on Twitter, at Grimzilla's Pod. Uh, This is the Forever Dog Podcast Network. I'm just hitting all the things here. Julia Rossi coming up after the break. Ooh, that's going to be good talk. Thanks for listening. This is Grimzilla's. Here's a pointless break because it's a podcast. Mm. Are you from Philly? No, I'm from Boston originally. Oh. oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then I lived live here, and then I moved to New York. Then mm-hmm. I moved to Boston for a second when I got married. Then I moved back to New York. Yeah. Now I'm back in LA. Wow. So I've done yeah. a very weird triangle. Oh yeah. I remember. I remember when you lived in LA the first time. That's when we met. Really? I think. No, I early two thousands. No. I didn't hang out with any Maybe comics. Not. I was really antisocial. Okay. Were you a comic? Yeah, I was a comedy store comic. Oh. Okay. I was like the only girl there. Oh, comedy store in the early two thousands. Yeah. How was that scene? I didn't know anything about comedy. I don't even know why I got passed. Were you doing... Oh, you got passed? I got passed on vacation. I had done stand-up four times. What? I got passed yes. by Mitzi. Whoa! She just happened to walk in in my set, and I was like the youngest girl there for a while. I, I'm like... I talk about it like it's like when I won a football game in high school. Are we recording? Yeah, we just started. So okay. started. <laughs> Julie Rossi in the spacious Forever Dog Studios. <laughs> she got the pass at the store. Yeah. That's fun. You Are you on the wall? I am like, on the. I got on the like, wall the week yeah. before I moved out of L.A. and they didn't even know I was moving out of L.A. So it's sort of like a goodbye. I also thought I was quitting comedy. Oh, okay. And then, you know, it's like a disease. That's great. It is a disease. It is. A, it's a virus. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone viral with my comedy, meaning I'm dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from this illness. Quitify. If you take Quitify uh, every day, you take one Quitify <laughs> and it goes away. <laughs> Every time I try to quit, I just come up with a really good bit. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> or I know. a really Curse. good compliment. Just too funny. Yeah. I know. Funny. Too funny. Yeah. Okay, so you bounced around. I remember you know, former Grimzilla's guest, Will Miles, talking about how you guys all, both have sort of like a bunch of cities around 
um, where if you ever did get married to Will Miles, you would yeah. do a multi-city thing. Oh, for our wedding? Yeah, for a that party. That was like a high conversation. We talked about it later no, sober. We're not doing that. He didn't that. say for the, no, he said for like the, he said like a the week like leading up to a wedding. He wanted to have like oh, a little like. Oh, like do parties in every city? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah, he's got a lot of, he also one time we did mushrooms together <laughs> and in the middle of being on mushrooms, he goes, oh man. I'm gonna get D'Angelo to play music at our wedding, <laughs> and I was like, yes. "Cool! I didn't know you guys were friends." Oh, you can do that. Great. Yeah. So he's got a lot of big plans. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh man, I, I wish I could hear the earnestness <laughs> in his voice because it just sounds like such an earnest sentence. Yeah. Like mushrooms plus thinking about D'Angelo. Oh yeah, yeah. he was deep and your in wedding. Like, yeah. I know. I was like rainbows, starbursts, you know, all this stuff, and he was like, "Oh," I was like, "What are you thinking about?" He's like, "I can't wait for D'Angelo to play at our wedding." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be great. He's shirtless. He, I bet he looks great. Yeah. Um, oh god. What? Uh, so That's you really funny. You briefly touched on this before we were recording. I think you you've been married before. I was married. And you did a whole you did a whole big number on it. I did. So I was with my college boyfriend for I guess seven years, uh, and then we, got, we were married for one year. Oh wow. Okay. And then it was basically like the same way like someone will have a baby thinking like maybe this will fix things. There wasn't anything yeah. wrong. He's We're still friends. He's an awesome person. I feel bad for anyone yeah. who follows my podcast journey because it's literally what I talk about in every podcast, including my own. Long story long, he was like a brother. <laughs> okay. You know, and I didn't... how old were you? When we started dating, I was uh, 19, mm. almost yeah. 20. Yeah. And then when we got married, I was 27. And I hadn't yeah. ever had another relationship. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. No, I mean, I had like... You know, sad blowjobs, but like sure. other than that, yeah. <laughs> aren't, aren't they all on some level? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's um, a young like relationship wise. That's like a young twenty-seven. If you've only ever had like one, yeah. I was in the same way. I was like first relationship nineteen, and then by the time I come out of it, I'm like, oh shit, like I feel like a toddler now. Oh yeah, I was. I mean, I've definitely had arrested development very much so. But it's funny because yeah. two of our friends from college who also were in relationships both live in LA and both very happily married oh and yeah. they were sort of your same age they, yeah. they were like the alternate you yeah you never yeah. know but you never know but yeah. I kind of knew yeah. a few years into dating bit. that there was like something missing but I just blamed it on the fact that like I have dysfunctional Italian parents that should have gotten divorced years ago when I asked them to when I was 11 so I was like well I just don't know what love is and like convince yeah. myself that I was the problem right because he was so great like literally everything someone writes on paper yeah but you're not marrying paper right it just yeah. didn't have that spark some there was something. something there was spark there was a spark at moments I always said I wish we had like broken up you know after a year and then if it was meant to be we would have gotten back together in our other. 30s yeah. but yeah but he's remarried and happily yeah and I'm very happy in my relationship, and we've all hung out. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Was this in the Boston area where so, you're from? Uh, we, so I went to college upstate New York at Ithaca. Mm -hmm. That's where we met. And mm -hmm. then we got engaged. We were together when I lived in L.A. We were together when I lived in New York. We got engaged in New York. And not only did I suggest we get engaged, I was like, I have an idea. Let's get engaged, move to Boston to the suburbs in a house that my dad still owns that I grew up in. I will quit comedy. I like. I basically had a, a quarter life crisis where yeah. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Moving out to the burbs at 24, yeah. 25? Uh, 27. Oh, okay. And I was like, I'm gonna be normal because I like I like I thought I didn't think I didn't think entertainment was like a viable real, option. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was being frivolous and stupid. Yeah. yeah. 
But like money is also a consideration, and like that's the way you save money. Yeah. At that point in your life. And also, just, it was a very much like a, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. you should get married to this person. We're, you should be normal, whatever we're, that we're means. Babies on the way. Like, were you thinking that? Were you setting no, up? No. A... I mean, I was thinking, oh, God, what have I done with every deposit we put down for a wedding thing? I, yeah. I was like unraveling hard. Oh, planning the wedding? Oh, yeah. I was like drinking yeah. all the time, eating everything inside. I did the opposite of bridal boot camp. I was just getting like yeah. fatter and sadder uh-huh. with every oh, <laughs> wedding thing. Yeah. Um, there's just like an alarm. There's just like an alarm. Like like the second you guys got engaged, the like alarm just started ringing, and it was just got louder and louder. Oh yeah, so I mean, like, in ret- like I was like sir, at my bachelorette party, I walked around asking all my friends if they thought I should get married, and one ooh. had the good sense to be like. Uh, I think if you're asking, it's kind of like yeah. the answer. And I was yeah. like, shots, 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 shots. Um, <laughs> that was your cry, that was yeah, your cry for yeah. help a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah. intense. So, but, yeah. So what did you feel when he, I, I assume he popped the question at some point? Well, I, I asked him to. Oh, okay. It was very. Oh, interesting. I, I mean, I was definitely like the the. You were driving that. Yeah. And thing. I, he's very kind. He was very kind to a fault. And I think probably didn't. Sh- express when he disagreed as much as I need. Right. Um, so yeah. Okay. It's one of those. Interesting. And then poor Will, who I'm with now, yeah. well, not poor Will, but so when we first started dating, I was in the middle of doing the solo show about getting married for the wrong reasons, and he came yeah. to every single one. So he saw me retell this hour-long story yeah. of how, you know, Ooh. I got married for the wrong reasons, I, I you know, bulldozed the whole thing like all this stuff i was a terrible wife i mean horrible human uh and he saw the show like eight or nine times that's funny that's so yeah. romantic that is <laughs> yeah. so sweet yeah uh, and he's like i still like i think he liked how honest i was yeah oh, i love that yeah so how how so you do the marriage and then you're a bad wife just because like you knew immediately that you didn't yeah, I there. just I was like out all the time. I was basically misbehaving in the hopes that he would be like. Oh, you were trying to sabotage yeah. it with, yeah. without directly confronting the hundred. I was such a coward. Yeah, yeah, but I think. But here's the thing. So I wrote an article about like seven signs that's more than just cold feet. I guess I wrote it maybe six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. and I still to this day get at least one to two emails a month from strangers being yeah. like, "This is the only article." that I've connected to, I'm supposed to get married. I don't know yeah. what's, it's all like, quote unquote, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. I should be happy. Yeah. Yeah. This person's great. And so yeah. what I went through, I'm finding out is like way more common than, but no one, you don't read about that oh, in a bridal God, yeah. magazine. No, no, it's a different side of, it's yeah. a different side of the, the story. The pressure is so much and it's like, it is like such a quick self. Like it's such an easy decision to be like, oh, let's just get married. That's like, yeah. it, that, that's the thing that's going to fix it. Wait, are you like, both uh, married? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. That's where we started the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, we both, yeah, yeah. We both got engaged around the same time and got married around the same time. And then we've been podcasting about it ever since. Nice. <laughs> and now we yeah. talk ad nauseum weddings, similar to, yeah. similar to you. Yeah. Um, I want to. I love that you did you come so when you guys got out of it or when you got out of the the wedding after a year there was there ever like if a time a period where you were like oh I'm never getting married ever again mm. no uh, yeah. no I was like I awesome. knew I would never push it that hard yeah. but yeah. I also knew that I wanted it. but I <laughs> I made the terrible mistake of instead of de- so because I was the one that 
initiated the divorce as well. I mean, I... I wrote the whole story, you know, like yeah. I was basically like, I was just see where it okay, goes, I was just you know? along for the ride. Yeah, I screen wrote this thing and then I got You're a like solo show out of it and a lot of press. In your so, kitchen. He's like, what's going on? Yeah, I, so, so after this happened, because I was, I, the self-proclaimed bad guy, right? Yeah. I was the one who was wrong. Yeah. I didn't give myself any time to like grieve, even though, even if you're the one breaking up with someone, it still hurts. Right. So a yeah. month after we separated and I was like, I need time to like find myself and like date around. I got into another relationship for sure. four yeah. years. Sure you did. Sure you did. <laughs> with like the polar up, like the most not a good match for me. Yeah. You could, the, more dysfunctional than me because I was like, oh, well, I was the dysfunctional one in the last one. Right. So let me find someone that I can fix. Uh-huh. And boy, oh boy. Oh, man. No, no, no. Yeah. And we talked about marriage and thank God it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> and that was one month after your divorce? One month after I started sleeping with this guy, an actor from my acting class. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Air quotes actor. Uh, and after about six months of hooking up yeah. it was like I guess I'm your girlfriend and I should probably yeah. move in because I don't know how to be alone right yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did exactly, <laughs> I did exactly the same thing except that I my first relationship I felt like I was doing the fixing and then the second relationship I was like I need I need to be like healed yeah. heal me, heal me. like a, no dude has ever done that right being like oh I need I need you to fix every part of my life yeah. for me now yeah, yeah. and then the third and this is your third and this is my third. Yeah, yeah this is my and, and this he, third one yeah. is like I, I mean I it's almost like you know uh, three bears like too hot Goldilocks. too cold yeah. yes right yeah. like yeah. that's such yeah. a gross way to describe my relationship but that's what it <laughs> yeah. feels like it's like the yeah. perfect give and take of all the good things about the others uh-huh. but yeah. with added things that I didn't even realize I needed until yeah. I met yeah. him right yeah. So I want to go back. You 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 <laughs> asked your parents to get divorced when you were eleven. Oh yeah, and I still mention it. Yeah. It's not going to happen. They're in their seventies. <laughs> you're, you're still floating the idea. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So how do you think? <laughs> do they? Do my parents sleep in separate rooms. And oh yeah. And I'm like, oh man, you guys. I mean, because it's like it is like it's like cultural. Like they're Armenian and they're like oh Italian the off the boat. Yeah. 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 Mine literally on a boat, right? Um, no, we came. We flew on Lufthansa actually. Oh, you're from Armenia. You're from there too. Yeah, I was born in Beirut, and then we oh. moved here in the late. Okay, I was born in America, but my parents came on boats. What year That's are we talking? So cool. My dad came in the 50s. My mom came in the 60s. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And right into New York City or Boston? To Boston. Boston. Yeah. 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 I wish it was New York. Okay. So yeah. you have you have immigrant parents. Oh, yeah. And so you probably, you understand, Eric. They would never get divorced in a million years. And I'm oh, like, yeah. you all, like literally hate each other. Oh, like, yeah. You, and it's like they're martyrs. You cannot. Yeah. Yeah. When I got divorced, I felt like my parents were like, I thought they were going to be pissed. They were mad that I wasted their money and yeah. didn't cancel yeah. before. But yeah. they were more like, you can do that? <laughs> That's, oh, Wait, man. and like the world didn't fall apart. Right. Yeah. Like, they could have done again. that do 30 again. years yeah, ago. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. Do it, do it one more time? Yeah. Now from this side? Yeah. Um, so that's so they sort of live vicariously through your divorce, <laughs> possibly. I mean, I think I think they live vicariously. I mean, what, this is what's so interesting about. I don't know if you've had your parents are just white whites. They're white whites. Boring. I, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I blame anything I do that's rude or wrong on having immigrant parents. I don't know if you're the same way. I'm like, I'm not obnoxious. I'm an immigrant. Like, yeah. I, oh my god, have you? 
you should listen to my stand up. <laughs> listen should, yeah. to my stand up because that's exactly all it is. And I'm just now now like starting to get out of it because I'm like it's starting to be boring just because I feel like I have worked through it through stand up where I'm like I just hate that fucking joke essentially. Like Yeah, well because I used to do a ton I mean? of Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm just, yeah, you know. Cuz I used when I first started, my whole shtick was being a t- an Italian immigrant kid. Right. And while I still and I still know there's something really interesting there, but I pulled back a lot for a while because I yeah, felt like it was too. just like, and my dad threw a slipper at me. Hey, you know, yeah. and it was like, oh, yeah. actually, that was really painful. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've had to do a lot of healing about a lot of things. And now I'm really excited because, like, I just wrote a pilot about uh, growing up. But I feel like it it really shows, like. You know, my parents are these flawed, beautiful people who just did the best with what oh, they knew. Yeah. And oh, also, God. like, you know, being in school and, like, not being totally an immigrant. So I didn't fit in with those kids. But I also didn't fit in with, like, the super white preppy kids. So I was this weird in-between category I'm, of, like, I don't I'm know. Chills. Yeah. Of hairiness. <laughs> like, bridge people. They're, like, it's, like, you kind of have to live – all the time through like serving as a bridge between these two worlds just because you were like forced in that position generationally and like oh interpreting for them what interpreting for them oh god um i mean yeah programming the vcr that's not an immigrant that's (laughs) no but the instructions yeah oh i guess for parents yeah you're right and then then tivo came out and that was a whole (laughs) other thing and then we have now i gotta have someone explain tivo to me and then i gotta all right um are your I parents, what I was are your say, parents like, religious? Yeah, but then I think about my parents and it's like they've been through so much worse shit. And I mean, they're worse people. Don't get me wrong than me. Um, but <laughs> they've been through like fucking hell, man. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So, they're, so, they're, so they're still going strong, married, sleeping in separate bedrooms in Boston. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about separate, not even separate bedrooms. They both like, they, you know, here's the thing about My parents sleeping. slept in separate bedrooms for a while. Yeah. But also I, I do think it's weird I like sleeping with someone, Will, but however, he snores. And honestly, I just saw a report on CBS that women sleep better with dogs than men. And I have a dog and I love sleeping with her. Uh-huh. And I, I, okay, so I would want, I want to sleep in the same room as Will for the companion energy thing. Mm-hmm. But like log- uh, logically, it yeah. really doesn't make any sense when you think about it. Like we kick each other while we're sleeping. I yeah. take too many covers. He sounds like he's dying because he can't breathe. Like it is oh. just snoring. Okay. He's fine. <laughs> Not something like you should be looking into. I don't know. Because my brother has sleep apnea. My brother loves sleep apnea. Maybe he needs yeah. a, maybe he needs a thing. I was told I need earplugs. Oh, that was your that was, that was the your solution. prescription. Yeah, okay. that was the solution. Oh, a good doctor, right there. But so sleep. No, I mean it was Doctor Will. But like, I think sleeping <laughs> in the same bed is kind of a weird thing that you're like, I love you. I guess we have to like try yeah, to cohabitate share. for the rest of our yeah. Do this thing that I've been yeah. doing alone yeah. for most of my life. So I only have to do it with you. It's like now we have to shower. Like it's like almost saying like we have to take a bath together. Like, right, it's, right, right. It's not natural. Listen, her toilets. I understand. That's a it's a tricky line because I also sleep better. There's a practicality to the fact that like okay well i i sleep better alone yeah you can spread out obviously but then there's also you don't want to lose like you said the intimacy and like yeah why you know suddenly you've been sleeping in separate rooms for two years that's yeah doesn't sit well i think you guys okay you guys ever fuck with the california king 
Yeah, we're no. like, we're we're th- you we're, got that? No, no, no. We got a queen right now, but yeah. we'll we're queens. Yeah, yeah we have a queen. is uh is looking into it. Too small. It's too, well. This is you know what I think the best scenario is is sometimes when we take like when we go away if yeah. we get a hotel room there and, you go and there's not a king and that we get two double beds yeah we hang out in the bed one of the beds that's uh-huh. you know we'll watch tv yeah. do all the things and then when it's time to go to sleep hop on over to that other bed sure. perfect oh, yeah see that's what i do i do we do the kings in the in the hotels which are don't get me wrong they're a they're a cakewalk i fear i fear making the switch to the california king in the home i don't really know what do you fear the distance? It's there's a distance there. <laughs> there's a distance there. I remember when we, I mean, we made the switch from a double to a queen, and I thought, I mean, well, this is living large. And now you're right, Eric. It is getting a little small. And you're being too cute right now. Are you serious? <laughs> what? You worried about the distance? If you get, if you guys get to the California King? I mean, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's to the same point. We we're just making about sleeping in separate rooms. I mean, like if we're if we're doing the if we're doing the big bed, I mean, we might as well just like have our own bedrooms and just oh, like no. get a get a I, full I do King. Yeah, I yeah. got a, I got a California King dumped on me once because of my fucking, <laughs> of a shitty roommate situation, and and I was like, he's like, I can't fucking move. It's a it's a motherfucker to move. So he's like, I can't move this. Will you just take it? And so I took it, and I was in a relationship then at the time, second one. And it was fucking magnificent. It really yeah. was. I really loved it. <laughs> well, I, so you're so you're in the market. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I just don't think – I think it would eat up too much of our room right now. A lot of real estate. Yeah, but, you know, estate. I watch HGTV, and, you know, my aspirations for houses has really gone yeah. through the roof. So, uh-huh. I mean, granted, oh, I have yeah. to move to the middle of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Are California Kings the one with the separate box springs? Oh, yes. I don't know that much. Yes? Either. Yeah. Okay. We can Ooh. talk beds for, you want to talk beds the rest of the time? I mean, we talk about it all the time. We have a queen too. And oh, the hotel thing is like, we just stayed at Airbnb for our anniversary and it was another queen. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> say. Don't tell anyone I said that. But I was like, when I saw the fucking queen, I was like, but, <laughs> I much prefer a hotel to an Airbnb. I'm oh a, yeah, I'm one hundred. It was right? the, oh, it yeah. was a, it's a thing. It's like a DC thing. Like the hotels in DC are fucking. We wanted to have like a mini staycation, but get enough far enough away from Baltimore, and in the hotels in DC are way. Too oh expensive. yeah. I think it depends on what you're after, also, because yeah. you can have a fun like if you go to Palm Springs and you get a house on with Airbnb friends. with friends. Like I'm doing that yeah. for New Year's, yeah. and it's with like three other couples. Yeah, and that's gonna yeah. be fun. But if it's just Will and I, or even just yeah. like us and another couple, I think get in a hotel. Yeah. Because yeah. then I do the things like in a hotel room, I like put on the robe, I eat food in the bed, I don't take my shoes off yeah. in bed. Don't get and I watch like Maury, like oh, I watch yeah. the yeah. most disgusting shows. Eric and I love hotels. We've stayed in hotels together. Love them. Hotel and living. Favorite, and especially oh. in Palm, like a hotel in Palm Springs is yes. to me the like peak of like the yeah. world. <laughs> my favorite, honestly, my favorite vacation I've ever been on. And I've been like, you know, out of the country and all this stuff. My favorite vacations was a few months ago because I like to plan and Will hates planning. Yeah. And so we spontaneously went to the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs on a Wednesday. Hell yeah. 
and it was like Hell super yeah. cheap. Mm-hmm. And we just mm-hmm. went for one night. I think he talked about yeah. this on Did the he? podcast. It was, yeah. it was my favorite, one of my favorite trips because we had no plans. We didn't know there was nothing to do. No, we you just, just go like, sit at the Ace. Yeah, we just did smoked so much weed, like oh, hung out in the bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hung out oh, in the yeah. pool, go the back pool, to the bed, go to King's Highway, oh. get some French fries. Didn't? Yep, all the things. Oh. Yeah, we ate every that meal pool, at the hotel. That pool, like the pool, is just so worth anything and everything. Yeah, it's like. Call me a hipster douchebag until I fucking die. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to the ace. God damn it. But it was also what's great was it was a Wednesday and there was yeah. hardly anyone there. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. didn't feel too And it's douchey. like half the price it would be on a weekend. Yeah. However, we did make one mistake, which is like we really wanted to do massages. And the whole point was that we wanted to do them at the ace so it could be like we just walk from our room to the thing yeah. in our robes or whatever. And they were booked up. That whole, which I didn't understand because there was nobody there, mm-hmm. but they didn't have any appointments. But I had already gotten in my head that we were going to get a massage. So I'm like, oh, cool. I found a place in downtown Palm Springs. It was that like we walk in. It's, you know, one of those like cheap Asian massage places. But the only room that they had with double massage beds was definitely their supply closet. Like we got in there and they like, and they're like quickly like putting away buckets and stuff. And I was like, oh, this doesn't. And Will's like, yeah, I don't, but we were like already, we felt bad leaving. Like we just didn't know what to do. And the more, and then I was getting more tense. My back was tightening up. Like I needed a massage at this point. And it was the worst massage I've ever had. Yeah. I just, cause the whole time I was like looking at soap, like soap, I was going to say, do they have some like bleach in there and yeah, some it was awful. pine saw? Yeah. Wait, I have a question. I have yes. a question. So when you guys were at the Ace and you get in there, you're looking at all their accoutrements, all their offerings, you look into the wedding stuff or no? Um, no, I mean, a little. We, we definitely were like, oh, we like going places. I mean, like this would be fun. The, the place that we yeah. felt that the most was New Orleans. And this was like really mm. early in our relationship. It was like maybe a year in. We were like, ooh, a New Orleans wedding would be cool. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, when I say Will is afraid of planning, I mean, yeah. to the point where I'm like, hey, do you want to get dinner with so-and-so and so-and-so this week? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just living in the moment, man. And I'm like, yeah, cool, but like, I have to get plane tickets <laughs> I, I or whatever, them. you know. Yeah. Um, so it talking drive, about. Drive my wife insane. Is the same? I, I drive her insane with that because she's a planner and I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I've been told I hate doing like female male shit, but like no, I know, but it seems I don't know. It's so gendered. Well, because it's like a labor. It's literally like, oh, let me do all the fucking work, and then it was like, oh, I don't, I don't really feel like doing any of the work. I'm just gonna like, like we're going to I'm Seattle. We can stress about it later. We're going to Seattle for Christmas, and and his, to his brothers and his parents are coming. I already shamed him about this, so I know I'm doing it again. But uh, he like to his family was like, hey, I'm gonna rent like a big SUV or whatever, so we can all drive around together. Yeah. And they were like, okay. And then literally, it was last week, and his mom texted me and goes, "Uh, I know Will claims to be getting a van, but I looked, she's like, I didn't mean to, but I looked up the prices, and prices are going up, and Will still hasn't, so would you mind? I'm like, yes. And I love, like, and I ended up getting us like a crazy good deal. Yeah. Like, I actually love doing this stuff, but the point was, I was like, why did you even offer? Just ask me to do it. Right. Well, he did it in his own it. weird when way. When I'm offering it, I want to do it. Volunteering the information. <laughs> yeah. By simply his... putting it out there. It's like, eh, it'll take care of itself <laughs> yeah. in the way it usually does. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But I like that I have a relationship with his mom where I can be like, what an idiot. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, cool. she knows. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love New Orleans, though. You should. That's kind of what we did. It was like that first 
time where we were like, yeah, that sounds really good. Like the one city that you focus on. Cause you do like, if, if you're like also trying to be like, Will's from Chicago, right? He is. Yeah. But the thing is, so my parents, I don't know if it's because they took boats here and they're like, we're never traveling again, but they've like yeah. never been back to Italy. Mm. My, my mom is mm. visited me in California years ago. My dad, I don't think he's been on a plane since the 80s. Like, they just don't go anywhere. Sure. So if they're going to travel for this, um, I almost feel like I'd want it to be L.A. because I'd want them to see where I'm living. Your home, yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. But then I'm worried they might not even... They're like, oh, we're tired. Like, they're just so... They're in their 70s. (laughs) Right. I'm surprised they've never been back to Italy. Uh, Don't even get me started. It's like one of my... It makes me so sad because I wanted them to show me... Of course, yeah. Like, I've, I've been... But I want to go yeah. with them. Yeah. But I honestly, I mean, this is terrible. But I feel like I don't know. It's just everything's. I don't know if your family is this way. But everything's like, uh, like that's yeah. the energy behind. They left. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. We gotta yeah. go. Then we gotta. Uh. Yeah. It's like to being tired is in your DNA. When you take a boat anywhere, like at that yeah. age, at that time, like you're fucking tired for the rest of your yeah. life. That boat trip just fucking destroys yep. your fucking energy for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah. I'm like, we can take that's a plane. <laughs> yeah. Planes are fun. Yeah. And Italy, I mean, I know, but like my dad, like I would never think that he would come out to see. My mom came out to Baltimore when we moved for like a weekend. Where do they live? Was, they live in outside L.A. Oh, really? Yeah. And you left here? Yeah. Do you want to say why? Uh, why, why did I leave Why did you go LA? to Baltimore? Oh, because my, uh, my wife's from Maryland and she's like, her sister uh. was having a baby and her parents are getting older and she was like she'd been in LA for a while and then we just moved and I was like I like love LA and I miss it but I kind of don't because I like the East Coast a lot and I lived in Boston when I was younger when I was like 19 I had that East Coast like a little bit of salt Uh uh-huh and it like did a lot for me then because I was like really needed a fucking change really needed to get in my parents house and I went like super far away from home yeah and it kind of did the trick and this time it was like it, fu- it kind of fucked me up career-wise, but right now I'm feeling real good. And yeah. I feel like it was a good move. You think it fucked you up career-wise? Oh, full answer. Full answer. That was the full, press, yeah. That's the full That's the first time you've ever, because people now. ask him that. Um, <laughs> that's the first, that's the most uh, in-depth you've been. But you have this podcast. Yeah, yeah. this podcast. I mean, this is a, the biggest part of this podcast for me is like Dan reaching out and being like, having this like little footbridge back into LA is perfect because I don't have to like be involved in LA LA but I could like LA's coming to you out of the closet right in the closet I'm so I moved back here in February and for the last whatever it was at nine months ago I have been like an a walking advertiser from, for LA I'm like I meditate yeah. all the time I get everything done before three I don't do as much yeah. stand-up and it's great because I go to bed early I got a dog like I've been like and then I don't know what happened but I went to New York for a week and then Boston for mm-hmm. weeks. So this was the longest stretch that I've been gone for two weeks. Uh-huh. And I got off the plane Sunday night and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that L.A. doesn't have as much personality. I guess that's yeah. what it is. Like, I love mm-hmm. it here. I, I like disagree. a lot. Of, you disagree. You think it has a lot of personality? I, I love landing back in L.A. I love Los Angeles. Really? Where I've are been you from? For, I'm from Iowa. Uh, I like it. I'm, I I love a lot of things about it, and I never understand people are like, what do you like better, New York or L.A.? I'm like, they couldn't be more different, Yeah. and I like right. different things about them. But this was just the first time where I got back, and I was like, oh, I'm like, I mean, I was born on the East Coast. Sure. Like, I have, yeah. 
I love East Coast energy, but I hate New York standard of living. Right. Yeah. So there you go. So if I can just go back and forth a lot, I'm happy. Yeah. Which it yeah. sounds like you're doing. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about Bridezilla's. Oh, Speaking yeah. Speaking of that. Oh, a, forever, a previous forever dog. A previous dog. forever dog. I, I don't even, I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't listen. Oh, but that's you okay. Did, you, it was for that show, right? So it was WeTV sponsored or produced or whatever. And um, it was basically inspired by Bradzilla's. It was, it was Bradzilla's the podcast, but it wasn't like a recap show. It was me and uh, another comedian, Selena Kopic, And it was things about wedding planning. And so we yeah. have guests that we would interview and... Um, yeah. Okay. So that's, that, I mean, that's sort of what we sometimes do here is wedding planning stuff. And like people come on and they're engaged and they're planning their wedding. Okay. We talk them through it. Cause that's how we started. We were in the process of planning our wedding and going through it. And that's was the podcast for a while. Uh-huh. So what, what, uh, what sort of advice both from your wedding and planning your first wedding and from maybe the, the podcast and the Bridezilla stuff was, was, what's your, like your biggest takeaway as far as. As far some, as wedding planning? Yeah. Pot, uh, potholes? I I mean, I would, loopholes to avoid. What am I, I mean, I would say? say number one, I hate the whole. I hate the the cliche of like your wedding day is the most important day of your life. Yeah, it's not. It's just. It's a party. It's a party, and when I think back to weddings that I've been to that I really liked, are the ones that are very much the couple's personality, mm-hmm. and what they would think of as a fun part. Like you just think of it as a fun party to celebrate. Not only your relationship, but like all the people that have been a part of it. That's really what it is. And so yeah. I think it's really sad when someone puts all this work into a wedding that has no personality of their own. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just by the book. They spend mm-hmm. way more money than they need to. You don't need to spend that much money. And then the next day they're like, I don't even remember anything. I was just running around and I didn't even get to enjoy it. And I'm like, like as yeah. the next time I get married, I'm going to eat all the food. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be yeah. my kind of party because my first wedding was mm. – Literally, I just had my sister give me all of her vendors' names, and I copied everything she did. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I put no thought into it. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. But I was also in a weird headspace. Right. I was probably drunk. Because <laughs> you had, no, you had like, no heart. I mean, like, really, your heart wasn't in it. No, and like, also... you weren't... Well, and also because, I mean, I guess my other advice would be get your obligation... <laughs> so when people... Get your obligation wedding out of the way, so all the, like relatives I don't know were there. Yeah. My parents had a huge say in it. It wasn't really my party. Right. And now that I got that out of the way, my parents don't give a shit what I do next. I could elope. <laughs> yeah. I could have people wear jeans. Like right. they're not because I'm not all those obligations are yeah, done. That's so if tough. you can so if you right. get a wedding that you don't want to have out of the way, uh do it. It's weird advice, but yeah. yeah. And then you can have your dream wedding <laughs> right. the next time. Yeah. You can fold that in. You can take that advice and fold it into I hope maybe one wedding and yeah. just like, you know, do do something for your parents. But I agree. The the, the whole thing where you're and that's tough because sometimes that's unavoidable, which yeah. is why sometimes you maybe do have to have the first wedding to get it out of the way. And I guess one more thing, and this is probably way easier said than done, is like I have a friend who's planning a wedding right now and she was saying how her fiance named a few people for their invite list and she was like are you even friends with them he goes no but i went to their wedding like 10 years ago and she was like no no like the the whole tit for tat thing with weddings like there are people that would came to my first wedding that i don't even know their contact info and like yeah i don't i wasn't friends with them it was like a goodbye party right your first husband's cousins you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) Probably won't make it to your next one. Yeah. Give me give me a little taste of what your first wedding was like. Um, like style. I think like, we got it. Did you not get, 
you didn't gather from the context clues? What it was actually like? kind of fun. Was it at a hotel? It was, was it outdoors? It was, was we it... did Catholic church yeah. service. Great. Again, my parents... Catholicism is just part of their culture. Like they don't, they go on holidays. You know okay. what I mean. But I had I to wear that a veil. Plays into the divorce thing, though, probably yeah. too. It's like all they do all the the you know musts, uh-huh. but like I don't know, whatever. Um, and so, so is that like ninety minutes? Is that like uh, a we did the shorter minute? version. It was oh, okay. like we cut out. Oh no, we did do communion. No, we did the long version. Um, so you know, I had friends read passages from the Bible that I don't even know what they meant, and uh-huh. then we had it at a hotel. Party yeah. was actually really fun, yeah. even though like the details maybe weren't my thing. Like DJ played the music we wanted. You know, the food was good. Yeah, um, there was not supposed to be a pasta dish on the menu, but my parents insisted, so they added an extra course of pasta because they said people would revolt. <laughs> people will revolt. revolt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Well, thank God that didn't. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah. <laughs> you had to you had to invite Al Pacino out of respect. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to. I love my parents. I yeah. just. I feel like Eric gets it. Well, thank you for excluding me and the other white people listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, because that's why, because when she, that's why I can like see a p- perfect picture of this wedding in my head, because that was like every fucking Armenian wedding I went oh, to. Oh yeah, that everyone's was, like, talking shit about each other. Yeah, like, who are you? Why are you here? Yeah. Like, Why are you holding me so tight? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just. Was it a lot of people? Was it a big before. wedding? Uh, I think it was like one seventy. <clears throat> I think I invited two hundred, and then yeah, you know, good size. Yeah, it was pretty big. All yeah. cash. I got all. Then the next day we did because we didn't go on our honeymoon until two days later. So we went to my parents' house, and it was the counting of the cash. My really? mom looked in the book exactly like the surprise, like compared oh, notes, that. and was like, "We gave their kid this. They gave you this. They're dead to yeah. me. They gave you a hundred dollars less. What the oh fuck? I mean, it was." It's all the things. That's fantastic. Yeah. It, that part was yeah. hilarious. That was my favorite part. To yeah. Be that's fun. Yeah. You uh, could just tell in people's, the by the way people sit and eat, that they're just waiting for the opportunity to go back home so they could talk shit about every, like, yeah. you're just like, you can just, you have that tightness of your face where you just want to talk shit about all of this. Yeah. Like, and there's that one talk shit. relative, like, there's one woman, I think, wearing, like, slippers, you know, like an older oh, Italian yeah. woman in slippers and a house coat at my wedding. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> Just, yeah. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Is she getting um, the invite back? I don't even know who she is. She might be dead, probably. It's a long time ago. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in power. Uh, Eric, were you going to say something? I feel like we just interrupted a, a hot question coming in. No. No, I wasn't going to say. My first adult <laughs> wedding as like an adult of a like a wedding that I went to was in Boston. So that's a thing that I have. That cool. was like. Is that the one with the oh, door? Yeah, it was like the oldest church. It was like the oldest, <laughs> tiniest little fucking chapel in uh, Cambridge, and it was four twenty. And I got really high, nice. and we were re- and we were really late, and it was the creakiest door of the tiniest little Aww. chapel. <laughs> and you ruined it. So that's my Boston. That's my Boston memory. I love Boston. On my honeymoon, my first day there, Hawaii, my husband went into the water and lost his wedding ring. It Ooh. flew off his finger into the ocean, okay. and I made the mistake of telling my mom, and she goes, "Oh my god, oh bad luck, oh my god!" And she was like, insisted we get back and go to the church immediately, get a new ring, and get it blessed. And I was like, "Oh, this is, this is going in the script." I mean, this yeah. is like, oh man, that's a script. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. have. We, our honeymoon was super fun. That was like the most fun. Classic honeymoon yeah. spot too. Hawaii. Yeah. yeah, we did Hawaii. We did all. And you know what, what was kind of a mind fuck about the whole situation was I felt like on the honeymoon, I was like, oh, maybe maybe this is going to be okay because we're like really good. We're really good friends. Yeah. And we were in Hawaii and we're yeah. drinking and we're having all you can eat buffet inclusive in the morning and all the things. And then literally the day after we got back from the honeymoon, I was like, oh, yeah, like that, that was, was that was vacation. Vacation's yeah. always fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And the we vacation. We were like over. really good vacationers together. Uh-huh. I think that's always like a, a a good quality to have in a partner. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Bill Murray tells people that. Bill Murray, you guys know who Bill Murray is? Yeah. That's his advice to people getting married: go on a big long vacation before. Go, I you think get go married. on a road trip in a car. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same thing, because you're gonna get the highs and the lows. Yeah. Oh, it's, you'll get those yeah. lows. Yeah. Eric and I have been, also, done some road oh, trips. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're not you're not no you're not nothing until you see your partner squatting in a ditch taking some, taking care of some business <laughs> that well, has to be what's taken been care really of. Fun. It's so funny because people will always be like, not always, but a lot of comics have the habit of being like, I would never date a comic, and I'm like, that's like saying like you can't say you'll never date a something like you don't. It depends on the person. Yeah, and I have to say I've loved being in a relationship with a comedian, especially one who I find funny. Thank God I wouldn't have dated mm-hmm. him if I didn't. But like yeah. we have toured together and co-headlined, even though we both are capable of headlining alone, yeah. just so we can use it as a vacation. And it just yeah. makes going on the road like. I don't like going on the road alone. I think yeah. it's boring and dangerous and sad. It is sad. And so we've yeah. done some like really fun. We did like a whole road trip. I think it was a year and a half in. That's when we went to. We drove from New York to. I think we did D.C. Then New Orleans. Then Austin. Then Kentucky. Then Chicago. And it was like this great yeah. little loop and great American road trip. Great American. That's got to go in the script. You 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 guys are gonna make a movie about your life. You're definitely. <laughs> I mean like. Because the whole remember because we talked about it with Will because because his idea for like jumping from Chicago to Boston I was like this is such a fucking like week for the wedding montage I could like see it like Boston Chicago L A New York oh it's like four Christmases but four weddings mm. yeah can you edit yeah. that out so no one steals it yeah yeah I feel like I'm in a coffee shop in L A right now where I just yell down an idea <laughs> people are so dumb. <laughs> Do you think people yeah. yell out, sorry for anyone who's not in the biz listening, this is so obnoxious, but every time I go to a coffee shop, there's at least one person who's like, yeah, and then the movie's about this. And I'm like, yeah. are they trying yeah. to loudly pitch it? Yeah. yeah. Well, are, you, are you jotting these down? Is that why you I just you remember. Know, it's a stupid idea? Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know. I'm with people who like want to meet and talk about, I'm, I'm really anti-talking anything creative in a public space. I whisper, if I'm meeting a friend for dinner I'm so or coffee, ashamed. I go, yeah, I went on an audition. <laughs> And then I talk to my agent because yeah. I feel like it's gross to be like, yeah, I was in casting. Oh, I hate it. I oh my hate God. It. It's like, there was a yeah. group doing a, at a coffee shop and they were doing a, um, it was a couple of weeks or a couple months ago, a read, like a reading of a script, yeah. right? And a coffee shop table read? Yeah. At a, it was like an outdoor coffee shop. So I guess they thought they were safe. And then when they were done and I was listening to it and they were done, they started talking shit about like different directors and production companies. And it took, I wanted so badly to go, that's my dad. And just be like, are you guys fucking dumb? Why would you talk about this in public? Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. Like, like a new punked, like LA only punked. That's my, my dad. 
No, that's I mean, my, and look, there's nothing wrong with having a table read, I guess, at a coffee shop, but that uh, kind of tells me where you're at. Yeah. And now you're yeah. talking shit about people like, yeah, this, I was like, whatever. I wouldn't want to work with that. I love that. And I was like, wow. I love that arrogance. They they will never in a million years meet with those people they were bagging. Oh, no. They all have the same hat on. You know, it was just like. Oh, no. I knew their type. Watch, they're going to have a blockbuster film. Oh, yeah. Called Four yeah. Weddings. <laughs> Seriously, edit it out. That's no, fine. we're going to edit it That's copyright on air. It's funny you brought up, we'll edit this out too. It's funny you brought up Four Christmases because we were literally just talking about all the, <laughs> that Christmas movie and Christmas with the Cranks. Um, oh, do you like Four Christmases? Right before. I don't think I've seen Four Christmases. Okay. It's okay. It's, you know, I was reading um, Save the Cat, which is a screenwriting book, and I hid Loudly it. Loudly at the coffee shop. No, I, I'm not kidding. I hid the cover because I didn't want anyone to know I was reading it yeah. in public because, yeah. again, you know, it's yeah, cliche. Like, yeah. But they use yeah. Four Christmases as one of the examples of like a, a good great screenplay. structure yeah. and concept. Mm-hmm. And you know right away from the tagline, like what it's about. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Great premise. They go to all four of them. You get it satisfied <laughs> you. There's just it's like it's like late Vince Vaughn. It's like you know. God, I've I been... love and I like and I loved Vince Vaughn so much when I was younger. I'm not gonna fucking lie, but like it's oh, like, you're off the Vaughn train, least, huh? You're off the Vaughn train officially. Don't touch, that's my dad. <laughs> it's perfect every time. It works. Every, that's my dad. Yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a hilarious punk thing to just that's the that's only, the only joke. that's the only joke yeah. yeah yeah you just go to you just go to a lakers game and just find like the hottest like 21 year old model looking lady and just like knock the drink out of her yeah. hand like that's my dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> she just did white oh man Julia Rossi, very, very oh. fun having you here. Anything Thanks. else you want to leave us with? You got your podcast with Will. I do. It's called Hopefully We Don't Break Up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just chat with other couples. I don't yeah. know if you and your wife ever want to. No, we don't go anywhere out in public together. Got it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm around be. doing things, you know. Yeah. Right in this, right in this four bleep script. I mean, I, this is the problem though. It's going on my list of the other 20 ideas I've had. That's yeah. good. Spread is yourself good? thin. Yeah. Spread yourself Ugh, thin. Never finish yeah. any of them. And uh, uh, yeah, I'll yeah, see yeah. you at the coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. You, can, you guys can find me I, at the coffee shop. That's going to be my plug. <laughs> I can't wait to have both of you guys on short after like when you fucking get this wedding done and taking care of the second wedding. Oh, you're calling your shot? You're go- yeah. Oh yeah. Are you going? Are you? You're going. There was a Hawaii trip in the future, isn't there? Is that what Will said? <laughs> That's what he said. Didn't he say that? Oh shit! Yes. No, that is what he said. It's not a surprise. We were su- we were gonna go for my birthday, um, but then yeah. he had a job. Um, oh okay. And so again. Who do you think is going to plan it? So right. uh, that's cool that he thinks it's happening. I think he's planning this. I think judge because it's like it's because when we had him on, I don't know if I, I'm trying to remember. because I, I should have listened to his episode and, and just called bullshit and everything. Yeah, I'm sure there's some I, non-truths there. Uh, no, we were pushing planning, for Hawaii, a Hawaii trip for like a, an engagement, like jumping off point. We were really pushing for that for that's, him. That's, you know... But unless you orchestrate that, it sounds like it's not going to no, be... No, but I I, I I, would rather save your money. I mean, that would be cool, yeah. but like, yeah. I don't need an extravagant engagement. Yeah. That, again, that's the perk of already having gone through it. Yeah, which is, your, which is your advice again to all those... I just want to get his health insurance. Oh, yeah. yeah. He has is, better health insurance. Is he on insurance. SAG or what is he on? No, uh, WGA. WGA, Which is yeah. much better. Mm. 
yeah. Is it better health insurance than SAG? Of course. Who, nobody well, gives a shit about actors. I don't know if it's better quality. It's just Gotta look good. It's just the rules. I think for how like. In SAG, the rules for how much money you have to make to be eligible oh, gotcha. are ridiculous. Where okay. I think WGA is a little bit more like lenient. I think I yeah. don't know. No, okay. I want to marry him for other reasons, obviously. But yeah, we'll go with the we'll go with the health insurance. Yeah, and so I can stay in this country. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <Hold> <laughs> I don't want to go back on the boat. Hold on. All the, round up all the Italians. Yeah. <laughs> round up all the. Oh no. It's all. all right. Thank you so much. That Thank was great. you. Thank you so much, Julia. Bye. Well, we did it again, Eric. We did it again. What a great talk. Fantastic. She's... I thought that was really deep and interesting. Yeah, I agree. Um, I felt uh, I felt that uh, she has a good head on her shoulders when it comes to weddings these days. I can't wait for their wedding. I can't wait for their wedding. Do you think that we're going to like sneak our way on the guest list just because we've had both of them on their podcast? No. On our po- no. 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 I think we might sneak in. Yeah, I, I think maybe I would love to do a live cast of it for the pod, but I don't think we'll be official guests. I think that we would hit it off with both their families. Mm. Yeah, well, it sounds like you more than me because I, I'm just too white bread from the Midwest. And oh, you, you think I'm going to fucking just leave you out there in the cold? No way, bud. Done it before. <laughs> no, I don't want to end the. I don't want to end the episode like that. No, if no. I if I'm a hit at a wedding. And you're at that wedding, you're ahead at the wedding. You okay. gotta meet my buddy Dan. You gotta meet my buddy Dan. Oh god, it's so funny. <laughs> you're oh shit. It's the guy from the sling. Oh what? Oh Jesus. And All then right. you're and then you're there. and then we're golden. Yeah. Eric, it's been a fantastic year. I love you. I miss you. Um, I love you, Dan. I miss you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, bud. I love you. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.